What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Jose here at the first round by podcast, accompanied by my boy, per usual, Mr. Sauce. Saw, guys. Welcome to episode 19. And on this episode, it's a very, very, very special episode. And you want to know why it's a very special episode? I'll tell you why. It's because we are actually talking about college football. This episode is all about college football because of the fact that it has just been an insane week for college football. I actually was completely glued to the TV screen for the most part on Saturday. Because actually, yeah, 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 it was on Saturday. On Saturday, because of not only not only Bedlam, but what followed after Bedlam, but even before Bedlam, crazy games. I know I, I always say crazy, but yeah. man, it, it was just, it was insane. Uh, man, it, there's just so much to unravel. Dude, dude. And, and like I said, I don't follow college football as much as I follow NFL. Granted, I do still follow college football, but I don't remember a season where it's been nuts like how it's been so far. Like we got freaking every week there's a new top four in the freaking, you know, in the yep. college football playoffs. Um Freaking coaches leaving, players transferring. <laughs> uh, you got you know surprise teams that are that are hanging in there. Like it's just been a crazy, really past whole season, really. Yeah, yeah. But I was about to say I I haven't been following it a super amount, but obviously the the thing that drew me in initially was whenever uh, it, it was uh, Auburn, right, that had the lead against yeah, uh, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, I was actually watching it watching it with you mm-hmm. and. <clears throat> that shit was just nuts, but you can literally never count Alabama out. Yeah, as long as they got as long as you got Nick Saban coaching you, I mean, oh, they're never man. out of the race. And how, how many overtimes did that go to? I think it was four, three or four, three or four. And then Alabama still ended up pulling it out. I, I will say that I would because I normally if if I don't have a horse in the race, I usually root for the underdog. Yeah, and so. I was rooting for Auburn because I just, I mean, it was going to shake everything up. Dude, but major. It, but I was they already, couldn't quite pull it out. I was already, like, like picturing, like, what teams were going to go in because I was so sure that freaking Alabama was going to lose. Yep. I was so sure of it. I was oh, like, yo, yeah. this is going to shake up the freaking Final Four so much. Like, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Man. It, and, of course, of course, they still end up pulling it out. But the the, <clears throat> the quarterback, uh, what's his I know his last name's Young. Oh, Bryce. Bryce Young. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, during during that last drive to to put it into overtime, he played phenomenally. Mm-hmm. He was he was spot on. Now, granted, I didn't didn't they have a few penalties that kind of helped ease them into it, or am I thinking of a different game? Man, I can't remember to be honest I was, with you. Was it cause there was a game, I can't remember what game it was. It could be this game that we're talking about, but a lot of people, they were saying that there should have been like a pass interference call in the end zone. I don't remember if it was. That was, was the that Bedlam game? game. The Bedlam game? Was oh that my game? gosh. I, saw so many, I, I watched so, so many different football games this past weekend. I forgot what was what. Man, and that, that's what's so crazy about it too. That's what's so insane is just that every single game was pretty much uh, a good game to watch. Like mm-hmm. it was it was like it was must-see TV. Yep. But, but yeah, so going toward that Bedlam game. So one thing that really, really frustrated me, I whenever I'm watching football, I have always been one to like I like a good clean game. And I don't like it whenever now see I I don't buy into that whole thing where 
uh, people are saying, oh, the refs always screw us over. Oh, the refs always screw us over. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily believe in that, but oh my God, all of the bad calls, and I think just maybe the magnitude of the game made made it even worse for me. Because I'm sitting here watching the game, and I see like a blatant pass interference thing, and I'm like, ref, you're going to throw the flag? And they're like, nope, 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 that's good. That's fine. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? You just called a ticky-tacky play just like two seconds ago. Yep. And yet, all of a sudden now, you're just going to be like, okay, yeah, let's let's just let them play. Yeah, that was clean. That was clean. But yeah, and I don't remember there being so many big uh, game-changing calls uh, going both ways. It, it wasn't just OSU or it wasn't just OU mm-hmm. getting, the, getting the bad calls, but it was just a poorly officiated game. Um, there was a couple of, couple of points in that game where, um, like unsportsmanlike conduct wasn't, wasn't called whenever it probably should have been called. Mm. Cause, uh, I believe it was an OU player got pushed after the, uh, after the whistle mm-hmm. by an OSU player. And, um, yeah, that they, they threw the flag initially and then picked it back up. What? <laughs> yeah, oh, they picked mind. it back up. They were like, yep, yep. Just kidding. Everything's good. Everything's good. And literally everybody's just like. Are you, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like me personally, I, I I usually I'll root for the Oklahoma team if they're like if they're playing against somebody else. So mm-hmm. if OSU's playing somebody, then I'll root for OSU. OU's playing against somebody. Now OU versus OSU, I don't. I mean, sorry guys, but I don't really have a horse in that race because kind of like I I mostly follow NFL mm-hmm. and so diehard Titans fan, which I have to mention every episode. <laughs> but since I am a diehard Titans fan, then it's one of those things where I just I mean. I I can't even think of the word right now, but I like I said, I don't have a horse in the race, so I, I watch it with an unbiased eye. Right. But man, there were so many awful calls in that game. No, but man. but still, shout out to OSU for holding on and actually winning that game because that that was such a nuts game. Mm-hmm. Did you get to watch it? I did. I think. I started watching the beginning of it, and then I was like off and on watching the game, and then like towards the end of it, I was definitely glued to the TV. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, Williams almost pulled it out. Yeah, he almost did. I I personally thought that on that last long long run that he had right, to get them into uh, Filger, I was like, bro, this is it. OU's gonna win this. Yep. they're gonna pull the rabbit out of the hat. Yeah, <laughs> I think <laughs> that's. Like, I was like, is that the saying? But it ended up not not happening. And of course. OSU wins first time in like what six seven, years, six years, something like that. That it. Well, hats off to you guys. Yeah, I think Mike Gundy. I think like his overall record against OU was like something crazy. It was like two and I can't remember the exact <sighs> amount, but it was like he's only won two and lost maybe like twelve or something. Wow. It, it was like an insane like uh, like an insane number. You know, yeah. this is his third win, but well, you know, hat, like you said, hats off to OSU, man. They played a hell of a game. Well, little brother um, finally beat big brother. Yeah, and uh, well, because. Apparently OSU has and had or whatever one of the top defenses in the college oh, yeah. nation. So you know, and o- OU came in and you know they they lit them up, uh, you know, and they did their thing. They almost came out and won the game. But even before that game, OSU already had a uh, a ticket to the Big Twelve championship game. Right. So win or lose, they would have went to that game. Um, but since they won, now they have a chance of possibly making it into the, the college, uh, the football, college football playoffs. Wow. So, um, I think they're number five currently. They just released the the rankings earlier today, and I think I saw them at number five. So if they do beat Baylor this coming up weekend, and you know freaking Alabama and Georgia play, so if you know regard yep. regardless of well, let me ask you this: 
if Alabama beats Georgia, does Georgia still deserve to be in the top four? Because they're undefeated right now. Their defense is playing lights out. I, I can't. I don't know like what their stats are. <sighs> Man, but that's would that's you a put tough them call. In the, in the top four if Georgia loses. If Georgia loses, well, I think I still would. Just because I mean, because then that would be you said they're undefeated, so that'd be just one loss, and right. We all know that Bama has a loss. Well, it's kind of tough too, because like I feel, I feel like, like that I feel like loss they're slanted toward Bama, though. I feel like they're slanted to the stronger SEC teams. Yes, like you know Georgia, right? Bama, but yeah, I feel like they love Bama, and I feel like <laughs> they're also also uh, trying to give always the edge to freaking Ohio State. They yes, the playoff committee loves Ohio State. Uh, and that, I mean that's been going on for a while yeah. too. Yeah, but I'm excited, man. I I think I think um, if Georgia loses, I think they should. I'm like I'm like off and uh, on teetering about it. on it. Like, yeah, they're either number four or they get bounced out to maybe number five. Because if OSU wins, so so who who's the uh, top four right now? So you got Georgia. Okay, and I don't know like the exact rankings, but you got right. Georgia, Bama. Michigan State? No, not Michigan. One of the Michigans. I apologize. Don't know which one, but one of them. The Wolverines, whatever. The, uh, that's the, regular Michigan. Regular Michigan. And who the hell is the other one? Uh, Cincinnati. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think but, it is Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. so you got them, them in the I don't the think floor. they're getting a whole lot of love right now, are they? I mean, they're in the playoffs. <laughs> that's enough love they yeah, need you i was about know to say I mean? yeah for sure as long as you can get into the playoffs but man it's gonna be an interesting week man i'm, I'm kind of rooting for osu oh i really I, am i am i am especially since they're the uh the only oklahoma team left Well, because not only that but people always talk shit about the big 12 teams big 12 mm-hmm. doesn't have defense big 12 this big 12 that obviously my horns are in the big 12 so even if OU was was representing the Big Twelve, I would be rooting for OU. Like oh, yeah. in, the, in the past, whenever OU was in the Final Four, I was always rooting for OU. Believe right, it or not. right, right. I just I always want a Big Twelve team to kind of show out and and you know show these cats that they can hang in. We're not there. a pushover. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the SEC teams and stuff. But yeah, rooting for OSU, man. Hopefully, they get into that Final Four spot. Baylor's gonna be a really tough team to beat. They they play really hard, really physical. Um, it's gonna come down to the wire, man. But yeah, that's gonna be a good game. Oh yeah. Um, but dude, let's talk about Lincoln Riley. I was I was literally about to segue into that because that is the that is the big news. Let's talk about Lincoln Riley. So, so okay, let me ask you this real quick. Upon the news of Lincoln Riley jumping ship from Oklahoma, do you, <laughs> who do you think was, is hated or was hated more, Lincoln Riley or Kevin Durant whenever they left? I think that's a. I think Kevin Durant for sure. You still think Kevin Durant? Oh yeah, because if you think about it, and I'm not trying to talk basketball here. This isn't a basketball podcast. But, right. But but but, what, what a, I'm but saying it's a very similar the way similar that, situation. The way that Kevin Durant left, dude. You were up three one against Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. You blow that lead. You're mm-hmm. the you're the freaking the head honcho of that Oklahoma City Thunder team. And you leave to the team that freaking beat you. Beat you. Yeah. That's that's a different that's a similar situation, but a different situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, and the only reason why I ask you that is because there have been hella memes about it. Like basically showing it would show Lincoln Riley's face and it would be it would <clears throat> transform into Kevin Durant. No, so. and it's funny, and I saw some earlier and it was like someone said, Why is Oklahoma always the ones that is getting shitted on or something? Because, I mean, you know, Kevin Durant bounced on us now, Lincoln Riley. Oh yeah. But damn, but, we gotta get some Oklahoma some love. But 
But yeah, so did you did you see the uh, the deal that he accepted? I don't know if that's was it accurate. I don't know the accuracy of it, but um, okay. So this isn't this isn't completely confirmed, uh, but it says the uh, it's the Lincoln Riley USC contract details. Uh, One hundred ten million is the contract. Uh, USC is buying both of his homes in Norman for five hundred thousand over asking. So with I guess it's a one million dollar bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting him a six million dollar home in L.A. And then unlimited use of the private jet 24-7 for his family. <laughs> Dude. Like if you're if, if you're you, if you don't take that deal, you're stupid. You're stupid. Yeah. Wait, and not only that, Norman, Oklahoma or, or LA? Los Angeles. You know what I mean? LA, yeah. Like it just I mean, <laughs> kind of going back to the KD situation, Oklahoma City or the Bay Area in San Francisco. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And but, as much as I love Oklahoma. I mean, I, I would take that in Harvey because it's like the thing is too that a lot of people uh, seem to not realize, and a lot of the a lot of the reactions were those emotional in the moment reactions, you know. So I saw a lot. I've got a lot of friends on social media that were pissed Yo. about it. Like it was nuts. But you also have to put yourself in his shoes. I mean, this is literal life changing money, absolutely life changing money, and. I, like like I said just now, if that were me, I mean, peace. <laughs> lo- love you guys, but sorry, I'm following the money because I mean, you're never gonna get a deal like that again. Mm-hmm. I mean, but the only thing I would say that that's kind of weird about it is that like, what has he done to earn that? What do you mean? I mean, I I see what you're saying, but at the same like, time, like, where, where's the pedigree? Because from what I from what I can tell, okay, and mind you, this is coming from a guy who. I mean, I don't watch a whole lot mm-hmm. of college football, so a lot of this is hearsay that I've that I've heard from other people. So obviously, correct me if I'm wrong. But the way that I look at it, this is more of a. So I don't, he hasn't he hasn't won any big championships, has he? But here's the deal: coming from, I, I get what you're asking. He he hasn't won any big championships. He's won the Big Twelve. I want to say every single year that he's been the OU head coach, he's won the Big Twelve championship. Okay. except this year. I could okay. be wrong. I'm not an OU fan, so I don't know if right. that's to a T. Which, which that's, I mean, that's fine. But, but what I'm saying is, if you're Lincoln Riley and you haven't won a championship and they're throwing this offer out to you, you oh, better you jump it. on it because you it. because you haven't you oh, haven't won absolutely. a championship. Absolutely. So whenever someone's throwing you a stupid deal like this, you better hop you, on that. Oh yeah, you, know you what take I'm saying? it. I guess I guess my main question, like, I I wasn't questioning him. I was questioning mostly USC. Well, I, like, and like I said. I, I don't follow USC a lot, right? But they're doing it probably based off of potential. Yes. But, I mean, Lincoln Riley, man, he's done a hell of a job with the, with the OU football, man. Mm-hmm. And considering, you know, Bob Stoops kind of just up, not, not Lincoln Riley style, Bob Stoops just kind of up and left one season. He was like, all right, I'm done. And Lincoln Riley was the next in line. So that, that team could have gone to shit. Like, yeah, look at yeah. Texas. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. Here, here. But that team could have easily gone to shit. But freaking Lincoln Riley did a good job at, at keeping that, that ship afloat. And, yeah, the continuity. And, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And freaking, you know, leading them to a big championship year after year after year. Yeah, it's right. not a, a freaking championship. But he still, you know, they were he was still able to keep that OU team oh, relevant, absolutely. especially in the Big 12. Right. And there is something to be said about being able to keep... Because we've, we've seen before in the past with other teams where 
they they switch head coaches and everything, and they might have had a stacked squad, but all of a sudden that stacked squad turns to shit whenever whenever <clears throat> you don't have the right leadership. So I mean, I'm not questioning his leadership or anything, but I guess my whole thing is just that like that's a lot of money. That's yeah. a big deal, and that I guess to me that that's like that's like a Nick Saban type deal. Well, to be honest with you. Besides Nick Saban, I feel like Lincoln Riley, and this is my personal opinion. I feel like he was and is the next best, the best, the next, the next big, big thing in college football. Okay, I can definitely see that. You know what I'm saying? But that's just a quick assumption. Like for me, USC was was willing to roll the dice on that, Mm -hmm. on that risk, which. In reality, it's it could be worth the risk. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So and you always gotta take risks. I don't know, man. I'm really I'm really happy for Lincoln Riley and I really do feel salty for the OU fans. But as a as a Texas fan, like Sauceman, I gotta mention in every episode, <laughs> I am I am loving it. For right. one, I hope OU is ass this year, this coming up year. No, I'm serious. Because the amount of shit that I see OU fans talking about Texas, oh, it's, it's ungodly. 100%. It's ungodly. So I'm loving the fact that OU is finally crumbling right before us. So they lose their head coach, right? And then they also lose a ton of top yep. recruits coming in uh, in class of 2022, 2023. They lost, uh, I think, I, I can't remember his name, but he was a top recruit, I believe, out of California. He was like one of the top-ranked quarterbacks coming in. They lost <laughs> one of the top-ranked running backs coming in. I think he was out of Florida. I can't remember their names. And Rattler's transferring. Rattler's transferring, which I don't blame the guy. We all saw it coming after the, te- the Texas game. And I'm going to get to that in a second. Um and a bunch of uh, people are entering the transfer portal. Uh, Has- what's his name? Hasselwood is leaving. Freaking. Uh, oh, yeah. Ra- they're, they're losing their uh, offensive and defensive coaches, too. Yeah, right? I'm telling you, OU is, is in shambles <sighs> right now. So it's going to, this is going to be a really interesting season. Yes. And I'm loving it because Texas, believe it or not, they're actually on the rise. They have, they have um, I can't remember what number or statistically but they have a really good 2022 recruiting class coming in oh okay and, uh, i don't know man Te- texas is slow and i know a lot of people have been saying this oh you know texas is coming back but no texas has a really good recruit recruiting class i'm sorry coming in and they're moving upward oh, I, was about downward. To say, I don't yeah. know i i hope we finally start to do something but Ooh. man i'm excited for college yeah. football next year oh and then while uh, while we're on topic freaking the notre dame head coach i think his name is chip kelly he accepted yeah. the position for LSU, LSU yep. and he's uh, the the winningest coach in Notre Dame history. So there's Oof. there's been a lot of Oof. news going on in the NCAA, and uh, I think his name is Evan Turner. He played for the TCU Horned Frogs. He entered the transfer portal, and he's like one of the best running backs out there right now. Gosh. Uh, it, it's just um, Zach Evans. It's madness. Name. I'm sorry. It is absolutely madness. But dude, it, college football is is it's lit right now. You, it you got to be following it right now. And I think that wasn't LSU kind of pushing for uh, Lincoln Riley originally too. Yeah, because uh, I think they asked Lincoln Riley after they lost to OU. Or LSU, I'm sorry. They were like, you know, what's the what's up with all these rumors about LSU and you? And he he shot that down real quick. And yep. he was like, you know, I'm staying at OU or some shit. <laughs> I saw out, somebody say say something similar. They were like, yo, anytime somebody says that they're committed to something, they're they're not committed to it. Especially, well, coach speak basically. But yeah, dude, that is <laughs> that is absolutely nuts. But what about the other big thing too? Um, the interim coach. For OU. Oh, that's right. Bob Bobby Stoops. Stoops. No, you know what's crazy? So I was on Facebook 
And um, as soon as the news broke that freaking Riley was leaving, oh, yeah, you said you called. It, I didn't called you? it. I was like, Bob Stoops is coming for, coming back for his spot. Um, granted, I th- as of now, he's only coming back for the bowl game. It's not confirmed or it's not said that he's staying as the permanent coach. But I did say that Bob Stoops was coming back and he's going to coach the bowl game. Well, you're a goddamn prophet. I know. <laughs> give me my give me my my credit. Your crown. My crown. Crown him. But, I mean, it, it only makes sense. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Happy for Bob Stoops, man. He's an OU legend. Yeah, and one thing that I will say uh, real quick is that I think it would be so poetic, too, by the way. Say Bob Stoops comes in. Say he he gains that, that luster for the game that he used to, that he used to have. Maybe, maybe he's missed coaching and stuff. So say he comes back, and he comes back full-time for OU, and he starts bringing in some people. Again, like getting some some of these good recruits, and then at some point he faces the Lincoln Riley led USC Trojans. Mm-hmm. They're Trojans, right? Yeah, yeah, Trojans. How epic and crazy would that be? Yeah, that would be a hell of a game. Absolutely, we were nuts. talking about this before that we hopped on here. Yeah, that'd probably be one of the most anticipated games in college football. It would it would be it would be on par with. Uh, don't you think Brady versus Belichick? Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, that would be absolutely yeah. nuts. But anyway, Josie, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure you've noticed as well. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything? I know this has been such a, a nutty episode, but th- th- and it's kind of crazy because this is this was probably one more one of my more favorite episodes too. Uh, like I was getting we were getting psyched talking about doing this episode because which is kind of weird because we're mostly NFL guys. Yeah. But yeah, we get so, but you have to talk about this. Yeah, man, it's been a crazy season, and uh, I'm excited for for our next podcast. Uh, we're probably gonna do a continuation of um, the college football, and it, it's 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 getting interesting, man. As Absolutely. well as the NFL. Absolutely, NFL's in like week twelve or some shit, so or something yeah. like that. So it, it's getting really interesting as well. And um, you know, my Pats are looking strong, six games in a row. Uh, yeah, you know we'll talk about that another episode. But everything football wise is is starting to take shape, take form, and I'm excited to to watch some playoff football. That's right, and, and, and we are excited to uh, bring you guys some extremely interesting and fun episodes. So you won't want to miss it out. Miss it out. Wow, I butchered that. You won't want to miss out. Uh, so with that being said, Josie, of course, any closing statements for our lovely viewers? Uh, yes. Ooh. Any Texas fans out there, my guys, our time is coming. <laughs> our time is coming. It's been a long decade or so, man, and our time is coming. We got recruits coming in. Hopefully, you know, Coach Sark has some stability and mm-hmm. freaking coaches up his players right, but I got faith in this guy. Granted, I've said that about the past two coaches too, <laughs> but I'm feeling strong about this, feeling strong, and speaking of that, I would not be surprised if you see Spencer Rattler in a burnt orange uniform next year. Oh, man. I'm not saying I want to see it because I dogged on him all damn year. <laughs> but, hey, check this out. You throw Spencer Rattler in a new program, new system, new coach. He might have a new his fire. Rival, he might have some more, some more motivation. He might, mm-hmm. you know, put him under a different coach or whatever. He, he might be a different player. Um, so, honestly, I've been kind of rooting for them to bring in Rattler. That, that would be awesome. I, I really have. Like, I'm I serious because, I don't know, I'm excited, man, and, once hopeful for Heisman, bring him in. Ooh, worst yes. case scenario, worst case scenario, he just rides the bench again and yep. go back to the transfer portal, my guy. <laughs> but no, man, Spencer Rattler to Texas, maybe we'll see. Ooh, 
Well, and if that happens, uh, and you they technically play have OU. heard it here first. And they play OU every year. So, you know, that'd, that'd be, be a great, great game. Homecoming. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Absolutely. just throwing it out there. And with that being said, you guys are not going to want to miss any of these upcoming episodes. And hell, you don't want to miss any of the episodes that we had before. Uh, honestly, it's kind of fun to go back and watch some of them because then you can see how bad some of our takes are. Mostly mine because I, I sometimes suck at these takes. But regardless, if you would like to, you can check it out. Firstroundbuy.com, like I said. And I'm sure Josie will echo my sentiments. You don't want to miss the upcoming episodes. Correct. Things are going to get fire. Absolutely fire. But with that being said, firstroundbuy.com, head to it, listen to us, stream us, all that good stuff. Check us out on YouTube, all the other platforms. With that being said, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks so much for watching. Peace.